0: Think well on it, or Reflections on the Great Truths of the Christian Religion for Every Day of the Month. By Bishop Richard Chaloner Fourth Day on the Dignity and Obligation of a Christian Consider first that every Christian by nature, and inasmuch as he is a man, is the most perfect of all visible creatures, endowed with understanding and reason, composed of a body whose structure is admirable, and of a spiritual and immortal soul created to the image and likeness of God, and capable of eternal enjoyment of Him, enriched with a free will, and advanced by His Creator to the dignity of Lord and Master of all other creatures, though not designed to meet with His happiness in any of them, but in the Creator alone. Ah, my soul, hast thou heareth too been sensible of the dignity of thy nature? Hast thou not too often, like brute beasts, Look no further than this earth, viz. present material and sensible things. Hast thou not too often made thyself a slave to creatures which were only made to serve thee? Consider, secondly, that every Christian by grace and inasmuch as he is a Christian has been, by the sacrament of baptism, advanced to the participation of the divine nature, made the adopted child of God, heir of God, and co-heir with Christ, He has been made the temple of the Most High, consecrated by the sprinkling of the blood of Christ and the unction of his grace, and received at the same time an unquestionable right and title to an everlasting kingdom. A Christian soul, hast thou ever yet entertained a serious thought of the greatness of the dignity to which thou hast been raised at baptism? How has thy life corresponded with this dignity? O child of heaven, how long wilt thou be a slave to the earth? Consider thirdly, that as the dignity of a Christian is very great, so also are the obligations that attend this dignity greater than the generality of Christians imagine. These obligations are briefly comprised in our baptismal engagements. The first condition upon which we were adopted into God's family by baptism was that of faith. The minister of Christ examined us at the font upon every article of our belief, and to each interrogation we answered by the mouths of our godfathers and godmothers, credo, I do believe. What has thy faith been, O my soul? Has it been conformable to this, thy profession? Has it been firm without wavering? Has it been generous, so as not to be ashamed of the doctrine of thy heavenly Master or the maxims of his gospel? Has it shown itself in thy actions? Or hast thou not been of the number of those whose life gives the lie to their faith, of whom the apostle complains? Titus 1.16 Who make profession of knowing God, but deny him by their works? Consider, fourthly, that at our baptism we made a solemn renunciation of the devil and all his works and all his pomps. Have we ever seriously reflected upon this renunciation? or do we rightly understand the obligations of it? And yet our title, to the inheritance of our Heavenly Father, is forfeited the moment we are false to this sacred engagement. Ah, my soul, if thou hast renounced Satan, take care that in the practice of thy life thou keep far from him. Take care, thou be no longer his slave by sin. Fly from all his works, the works of darkness. Let him henceforth find nothing in thee, that he may claim for his own, and by means of which he may also lay claim to thee. Despise his vain pomps, the false appearance of worldly grandeur, the prodigality, the vanity, and sinful amusements by which he allures poor worldlings into his net. And if at any time thou art invited to take part in these fooleries, repeat to thyself those words of St. Augustine, What hast thou to do with the pomps of the devil, which thou hast renounced? Consider, fifthly, that at baptism each of us, according to the ancient ceremony of the Catholic Church, was clothed with the white garment, which the minister of Christ gave us with these words, Receive this white garment, which thou shalt carry without spot or stain before the judgment seat of Christ. Happy those souls that comply with this obligation. What a comfort will it be to them in life! What a joy and satisfaction in death! To have kept this robe of innocence undefiled! But, O baptismal innocence, where shall we find thee in this unhappy age? O blindness and stupidity of the children of Adam, that part so easily with so immeasurable a treasure! Alas, my poor soul, has it not been thy misfortune? O, make haste then to wash away with penitential tears those dreadful stains of sin, which must otherwise become the eternal fuel of hell's merciless flames.